Not Just Football with Cam Hayward is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Today, we have a special guest in Franco Harris. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away Wednesday morning, but we were very uh, blessed to be able to talk to him Tuesday afternoon. Um, and we want, weren't sure if we were going to even air this, uh, but through the family's blessing, uh, they thought we could share his joy um, because he was very excited to be on and we got to learn a lot and have a little bit of fun. Uh, so please uh, take a listen um, and just enjoy. Uh, this episode is dedicated to Franco Harris. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. I, of course, am your host, number 97, Cam Hayward. And with me, as always, my producer and longtime friend, Hayden Walsh. And today, we have a special guest. It's not just because it's the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. It's not just he's a Hall of Famer. It's not just because he's a Pittsburgh Steeler. But it's because it's Franco Harris. Thank you so much for coming on today, brother. My pleasure, Cam. And I want to say the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. 50 there you go. years. I just shake my head. Can you believe it's 50 years? No, I can't. Uh, I mean, I'm still trying to 50 years. Come on. That's a, that's a long time, but I's still around to enjoy it. So that's yes, you are. So, so I, can you take us back through that memory? Can you take us back through that iconic play? Oh my gosh. Cam. you know, uh, there's so much of it that I can't actually remember. Right. But, but I do watch the film. And, and and I do try to put the pieces together, but I guess I want to say that, and like I'll start out with 1972. I'm a rookie, right? Mm -hmm. The last winning season for the Steelers recently was 1963. That was their last winning season. Mm -hmm. And here we are in 1972, and we go 11-3. and three. How mm. incredible is that? And the three games we lost, we lost by a total of 11 points. Three games. So, so we go into the playoffs, right? Second right. time in Steelers' 40-year history. Second time in about 40 years they go to the playoffs. And, uh, and we're playing the Oakland Raiders, and we're winning. Right? Six to nothing, you know, in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Uh, it, it was 0-0 until the third quarter. Tough defensive game. Both defenses were playing incredible. Mm. And, and, uh, and, and then the last two minutes, two incredible offensive plays happened. We're winning mm. six to nothing. Kenny Stabler makes this play, right? And scores right. 35 to 40 yards for a touchdown and they go ahead seven to six and here we are you know just a minute and something away from winning the first playoff game ever for the Pittsburgh Steelers mm. and now it all seemed lost and uh, so we get the ball on the ensuing kickoff and it comes down to fourth down 22 seconds and Bradshaw calls that play 66 halfback option and uh, and I and I go into the huddle telling myself, Franco, this is probably the last play of the season. Play it to the end, you know. It's a good season, but probably last last play of the season. 
And my assignment on that play is to back up my linemen with, you know, mm. with, you know, with, I'm, I'm an extra man for blocking. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you're laughing at my blocking game. <laughs> so, so, so as the play developed, Bradshaw has to scramble, right? The blocking mm-hmm. breaks down. He has to scramble. Luckily, Bradshaw, big, strong guy, he's able to fight, you know, fight the defenders off. And he throws the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, right before that, I tell myself to release, maybe an outlet pass, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and when he threw the ball, I tell myself, go to the ball, go to the ball. That's what Joe Paterno always preached to us at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Go to the ball, make something happen, you know, be a part of it. And I start going to the ball, and I remember nothing else. <laughs> That's what blows my mind. I start going to the ball, and I remember nothing. And I watch the film. And I and I say, well, people normally don't catch a low ball like that. You hmm. know what I mean? And and like to catch it like that and not break stride, yeah, uh, is pretty interesting. And 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 also having you know kind of looking up to get a lay of the land, and uh, so it was. Uh, you know, like I try to understand how that happened because I have no visual of the ball. I have no thoughts of do this, do that. And mm. and the, my first memory is stiff-arming Jimmy Warren as Jimmy Warren approached me on the sideline. And my first memory is having myself tell myself, Get into the end zone. Don't even attempt a field goal. Get into the end zone, and uh, and and so luckily I was able to stiff arm Jimmy Warren and get into the end zone, and then all craziness broke loose. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew what was was going on, and uh, uh, but it was a lot of craziness. The fans. Came onto the field. It was uh, it was a lot of emotion uh, right right then and there, and 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 the rest tried to you know take hold of it. But it was it was a you know just a lot of you know just a lot of emotion, uh, you know a lot of excitement. Yeah. And uh, and you know and no one knew what was going on. It's crazy you think about it. I, I don't even know how you could come off a high like that. Like, now you got another game to worry about after you just won this game. It's like, Coach, I just did all I did, I all I could, and got you, got you the win. And now you want me to go play another game. I don't even know how you could focus for the next game. Well, interesting. I, uh, uh, I you know, like I already set, like, uh, set up, to me to go home after the game and spend <laughs> Christmas with my family in Jersey. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after the game, you know, a lot of hoopla, but I, uh, go to the airport and I go into the airport and I walk into this, to this area of food area, a restaurant or cafeteria, like whatever. 
and I feel this chill in the air. Hmm. The whole Oakland Raider team is sitting down there. <laughs> As I walk into this restaurant, I go, uh-oh. <laughs> and everybody, and, and it got real quiet. And I said the whole Raider team was just sitting in there. And uh, and eventually one guy came up to say hello to me, Mike Ciani, who I knew from the college all-star game. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I turned around and got out of there. Real, real quick, and and oh home, and and came back, and as you said, to get ready for the championship game. Now this is my rookie year, right? Right. And we're going to the championship game, one game away from the Super Bowl. How exciting is that? And and uh, so this is what uh, December thirtieth, December thirty first. We're playing Miami. I walk out for warm-ups. Sunny and 65 degrees. Oh. Get out of here. Miami's in town in Pittsburgh. And, and in December, and sunny and 65 degrees. I said, oh. this is not a good omen. But you know what? <laughs> but you know what? They had to run defeated team then. And, and like I would say, we gave them a good game. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were winning for a while, but uh, we just weren't ready yet. We weren't mm. ready yet. And, and, uh, and, 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 you know, they went on through their undefeated season, which I think was great, you know, to have that. Mm-hmm. But like it really gave us a taste and little did we know it gave us a taste for what was to come. Mm. Who would have ever thought that we would, in you know, in, in the next eight years, go to like six championship games and win four Super Bowls? And wow. I mean, uh, who who would have ever thought that uh, that this laid the foundation for for what was to come? Mm. Yeah, you know, y- you guys were the dynasty. Oh, um, it was incredible. And in and, and 1972, as I mentioned, you know, everything just clicked. Our defense, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, did they start playing unbelievable ball. And and uh, and now we're clicking on offense. We're passing, running, scoring. Mm-hmm. And, and and we're really beating some of the great teams, right? Right. And, and once you start doing that, it gives you that extra, that other level of confidence, mm-hmm. uh, and, and 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 that confidence just just builds, and uh, and that's what started to happen. That we said, "Hey, we're we're a pretty good football team." Yeah. yeah. What would you say is the lasting memory from that that championship run you guys had throughout those eight years, throughout the decade? Well, you know what? It was, you know, from 1972 to, uh, you know, 1980, you know, you know, those eight years was incredible. There was, uh, and it was so much fun. And we're, we're, you know, we were doing things that no other team was, uh, were doing. 
mm-hmm. and and we had fun. And 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 like I want to say that we knew we were a great football team, but we weren't cocky, mm. you know. And uh, we kept things in perspective. That uh, you know we didn't get full of ourselves. But what was interesting, Kim, is that I guess I want to say this: that we stayed hungry. Mm. When, I mean, I mean, we wanted to keep on winning like that and 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 that was a great feeling you know still being hungry for that Mm -hmm. so you brought up the airport right how many times do you walk past your own statue every time i'm in the airport i (laughs) say hello to that you know hey franco looking good there buddy you know uh yeah that's uh I think it was maybe around 18 years ago, they talked to me about putting the statue up, right? And, and, and like they wanted one iconic play and they decided the immaculate reception. And, and they told me, well, you know, like it's going to probably be up for, it'll probably be there for six to nine months. And I said, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Duh like what 18 years later or something like that and and uh and to that statue you know they you know then George Washington and then Nellie Bly you know what I mean so but uh but I have to admit that's oh oh so like I want to mention this to you Cam so you know I have a football buddy of mine right mm-hmm. he, so he flew into town this was probably maybe seven, eight years ago, he flew into town and he had one of these air pieces, you know, phone, but he did just in his ear. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so he's around, you know, and he called me with this piece in, in like in his ear and he's looking at the statue and he's talking to me while he's looking at the statue. And, and uh, he said, Hey, Franco, man, I'd like Man, you know, it's interesting how, you know, the resemblance is, oh, hey, Franco, man, your shoes are. And all of a sudden people start looking at him because he wasn't on the phone, phone. (laughs) you know, and he was saying, hey, and and all of a sudden he noticed like, whoops, frankly, people think I'm crazy. I'm talking to you. You know. So oh, like like it's a lot of you know a lot of fun having that and and uh and you know it's a good thing people want to take pictures and mm-hmm. and a lot of times when I'm going by you know snap pictures with with people you know those are you know some good memories you know what I mean like like it's all about memories and 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 connections you know what I mean and uh right. so, so okay so there, brought- still there it's going to remain there forever. It, I, I we will have a we we would boycott that place if they, if they took it down. And you said memories, and there's going to be a really special memory this week. They're going to retire your jersey, number thirty-two, at the Raiders game this weekend. And um, how exciting! is to just be immortalized again after being in the hall of fame, immaculate reception. Now we get to get 
the Franco jersey up in the rafters or in the stands. Well, like Cam, you know, I'm uh, I just so happen to be following two defensive tackles, right? <laughs> no slashes. Some of the best ever do it. <laughs> you know, you know, so uh so I said, Well, you know what? Uh when I had lunch with Art and uh and Art broke the news to me, I was I mean I, I mean I was just totally taken by surprise. And I just said, you know, what an honor uh you know to have my jersey retired. And uh, and then all the connections to it that we're going to retire it uh, on you know on December twenty fourth, you know December twenty third weekend, and also you know like a Raider game, you know, mm-hmm. you know that we're going uh, you know to retire it. So like I mean that's. Uh, it is an incredible honor. The third, the third jersey in ninety years of of, of Steelers football. Mm-hmm. The, the third in ninety years, and the first offensive player. I said, I have to you know I have to follow those I have to follow those defensive tackles. I know, <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know the first offensive player. Uh, so that's quite an honor because. As you know, during our team in the 70s, out of the 22 starters, we have 10 Hall of Famers. Mm. And, uh, and you know, that that says a lot. And so, Speaks for itself. So, so, so I think everything that shines on me really shines on our team of the 70s. You know what I mean? It, it uh, really was, a, was all about team. And, mm. wow, did we have a... Uh, uh, did we have a team and 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 like when the you know like say when our you know when our offense wasn't doing our, our defense picked it up you know what I mean but right. time it was our defense not doing it and the offense had to pick it up <laughs> <laughs> Lions Tigers and tailgates oh my the college football season is always a great time of year besides the jerseys the face paint and foam fingers there's the food and nothing gets you more fired up for game day than Eckridge Smoked Sausage. They are naturally hardwood smoked and have the perfect blend of spices. From buffalo sausage dip to sausage chili mac and cheese, Eckridge Smoked Sausage is a quick way to bring flavor to your tailgate meals. Visit Eckridge.com for easy, one-of-a-kind sausage recipes. Eckridge, you do you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With Caesar Sportsbook and Casino, every bet earns with Caesar Rewards. That means whether you win or lose, you're always earning towards perks like free stays at iconic Caesar properties, game tickets, dining, and more. And if you haven't started yet, here's a reminder. Your first bet is on Caesars. Up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code OMAHAFULL and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. 21 plus only. Offer valid must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users, first $10 wager only, must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of quality wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250. Must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, and Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe Bossier City in Harrah's, New Orleans, Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harrah's, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or, West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-N. NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. Who is the one guy on the team that isn't in the Hall of Fame that should be in? Oh. I, I think there's two that should be there: uh, Elsie Greenwood, yes, and Andy Russell. Mm. Once again, two defensive guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think so. You're telling me the defense was always prepared with all those Hall of Famers over there. <laughs> oh, and 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 like, and like you know, during practice, they weren't allowed to touch me. Oh, <laughs> and oh! Don't, don't even think about it, guys. They wanted to hit, <laughs> they wanted to hit me so bad. <laughs> uh, I wish there could have been a fly on the wall just for the practices alone, because I've heard. Tunch and Wolf talk about it going against Mean Joe. Um, those practices had to be legendary. Oh my gosh! You know they go, but you know, like as I said, they wanted to hit me, but I said, <laughs> "No way, guys! No way!" You know, but uh, but but you know what? Uh, like I look back on those days, uh, you know how we prepared our our mental attitude or. Mm-hmm. The drive and determination and and our drive and determination for that long. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what made it so nice. And I also want to say that, you know, nineteen seventy two until today, fifty years later, that it's not only the seventies, it's the teams that followed that that really kept, you know, I guess as Mike Thomas say the standard. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's what makes us feel so good, and feel so proud. 
you know, that, uh, uh, that Steeler football has maintained that and, and our, and Steeler nation is wow. Incredible. As you know, Cam, when you travel around the country, who would have thought that still, you know, but, uh, so sort of, sort of like the last 50 years has really been incredible and, and, uh, and, and so I always want to thank the team that, that followed for maintaining that standard. Well, you, you, you gotta, for us, you know, as, as current team, you know, I think we're just very thankful for you guys because Steelers nation is, isn't what it is without teams like you guys. And you guys grew the brand. You know, it, it's funny. There was only two teams I feel like that everybody had jerseys for. It was the Cowboys and the Steelers. And so I like seeing more Steelers fans than Cowboys fans. And, you know, there's just it, – it, it's really awesome to go to these different stadiums. And, you know, they're saying, oh, I, I became a Steelers fans in the 70s. And, um, you know, it's, it's just – it's grown so much. And – to be part of the Steelers, you just, you know, you always feel like you have a home field advantage with all the fans. Right. And, and, you know, it's interesting because the first 40 years of the Steelers, they were the worst team in NFL history. Mm. I believe in their first 40 years, I believe they only had nine winning seasons in 40 years. And, and as I mentioned, the last one before my rookie year, in 1972, I think it was 1963, almost 10 years earlier, was their last winning season. Wow. And, and, and so you look at their first 40 years and the next 50, hmm. just incredible that the, uh, you know, you know, the, how it turned and, and uh, where we are now. And, uh, and, you know, like it just, as I said, it, it, like it just makes us proud and, and makes us feel good that uh, Steeler football, Steeler football still, you know what I mean? So definitely makes us, makes us feel good. And, 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 uh, you know, but I do want to say, you know, if I was out there, you wouldn't be able to touch me either. I don't want you to. Don't even think because, about because of the rules, or just because we couldn't touch you. Franco's rule, you know. Wait, was that Chuck Knoll's rule, Franco, or was that your rule? The defense couldn't touch you. No, that was my rule. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. And I, I'll give you a nice two-hand tug. That that is acceptable. That's acceptable. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So I, I want to bring up one thing, um, you know, talk about uh, Chuck Knoll and the work he did with you guys and, you know, to have that many Hall of Famers. You know, I think it's it's you had all the talent in the world, but, you know, talent doesn't always win. How did he mold you guys to work together? Well, uh, I want to go back and I guess it'd be. 1969 when Chuck Noll became the head coach mm-hmm. and and his first player that he drafted was Joe Green and uh, and like there's no doubt about it Joe Green came in with an attitude 
and uh, attitude that he hated to lose. And, uh, and you know, there were times when Joe was going to quit and do this and that because, you know, you know, things just weren't going well. And, 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 and he likes to win. And, uh, and, and that was Chuck Noll's first ever draft pick. And, mm. and I think that set the tone for Chuck that, you know, we want people who have that burning desire to win. Mm. That's what we want to do. We want to, we want to win. You know, it's our job as coaches to prepare you, to give you a good game plan, get, you know, to get you ready. But once you hit that field, you have to give everything that you have to, to win this, to win this football game. Mm. And, and, uh, and like, as I said, you know, you know, that burn desire, you know, kept us, kept us going. And, uh, and, and, and also, you know, it was fun. Uh, and I have to admit, when you're winning, it is fun. And we had, you know, we had some, you know, some good guys. And, you know, when you look at that steel curtain, you know, uh, you know, Joe, Dwight, Elsie, uh, and Ernie, you know, and unfortunately, you know, only Joe is, you know, the last surviving uh, steel curtain. Uh, mm. But... You know, at, 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 and like, like, as I mentioned, at certain times, our defense led the charge. And at certain times, our offense led the charge. Uh, but we always had someone or some part of the team that would step up and make the play, make something happen, uh, try to pick the other guys up. Mm. And, uh, and, you know, Chuck was uh very fair uh but uh but he was demanding and uh uh but you know but that was all right yeah you know because i think that's part of it you know where where expectations have to be have to be a part of it mm. Mm. And, and like i guess i want to say that uh sorry that uh yeah that uh in so in nineteen seventy they drafted Terry Bradshaw number one. Okay, because like in Joe Green's first year, Cam, there were one win and thirteen losses. Oh, oh. one and then and and I think I remember I think I Joe got kicked out of five games. <laughs> out of out of the fourteen games, he got kicked out of five because he just hated to lose. Yeah, and and uh, and then the second year, Bradshaw came and and it was they were five, you know, they were five and nine, hmm. and and seventy, and then nineteen seventy one, they were six and eight. So, so you know. Three losing seasons with, you know, with you know, with Chuck in the beginning, and but then I said in 1972, if you can believe it, 11 and three. 
Mm. And the three games we lost were a total of 11 points. So, so, wow. so like that said, you know, so luckily, how lucky am I by the fourth year of Chuck No and Joe Green, it all came together. You know what I mean? And we went. You were the missing crazy. piece. Was that? You were the missing piece. Oh, right. but but I'm saying, you know, went all the way to the championship game. I'm, mm -hmm. You know, to have that taste in your mouth, one game away from the Super Bowl, and that was like, wow, man. But as I said, it left that taste in our mouth, and luckily, we were able to satisfy that taste. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, sir. So, you know, four-time Super Bowl champion, nine-time Pro Bowler, 13 seasons in the NFL. What was the secret to your longevity in the NFL? Okay, I know you're going to say run out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah, you brought it up. You brought it up. We thought it, but you brought it up. Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, I really worked hard to stay in great shape. That was that was number one. And I tell you what, to be a running back and navigate through the tackles, like, I mean, that's incredible. It, it, like, it really is. But I loved it. Hmm. And, and uh, you know, uh, you know like, like, I mean, just like defense, right? It's nothing like a big hit. Well, you know, for running back, nothing like a, you know, a great run, you know what I mean? And and sometimes it's a short run, but also I love to break one. And and it's funny, like I always felt that I'm going to break a run. And I, and I trained to be able to do it in the fourth quarter. That's what I trained for. I said, when other people are tired, Franco, you have to make something happen. You have to break one. And I can't tell you how many times in the fourth quarter I'm able to break a run or uh, do something uh, like that. And and But I had this philosophy, you know, talking about the sidelines, you know, that one thing I always noticed watching films that most people had their knees blown out at the sidelines, that that people always go at your knees. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but, but, you know, like I've seen guys on the sideline, all the defenders go at your knees, they go at your, you know, knock you out of bounds, they go at your knees and that kind of stuff back in the day. You know, I'm not sure so much now. And, and I just saw a lot of knee injuries for that. And, and so if I'm running at an angle, uh, and I guess NFL films covered me on that, right? You know, I said, Frank, we're always going to, and, and every time they showed me going out, out of bounds, every time, if you know, if you check it out, I mean, it just makes me laugh. Well, I shouldn't say it's every time, but a lot <laughs> of, like a lot of it was after I gained 10, 15, 20 yards and, and I'm running at an angle, you know what I mean? And, and I'm telling myself, okay, I don't need to plant and get a tough first, you know, get a tough yard for a first down or anything, you know. Mm -hmm. 
And because when, when I'm running at an angle like that, if I don't have to, I'm not going to plant my knee and try to turn up. Mm. And, you know, if you do that at the wrong time, if you plant and boom, there goes your knees. And uh, yeah. so that was, just, that, that was just a philosophy that I had, you know, wasn't anything that, uh, mm. uh, you know, you know, just happened when I was going at an angle, you know, like I ran a lot in between the tackles, but, you know, but when I ran at an angle and I'm going toward the sidelines, I never wanted to plant. And, uh, mm. you know, cause you know, if you plant the wrong time, somebody, you know, boom. Right. And, and uh, look, man, I'm still probably, the, I'm, I'm probably still can race you in a 40. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> you know you you can race me definitely <laughs> yes sir with everyone fighting for attention how can your business stand out and connect with customers easy get constant contact constant contacts award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out stay top of mind and see big results fast Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Franco, give me, give me your welcome to the NFL moment. Oh, my gosh. So I come in late to training camp because of the college all-star game that they used to have. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, you come in the week of the first preseason game. So, so I come in the week of the first preseason game and I'm saying, okay, I've just had three days of practice. You know, I'm not going to, you know, play much wrong. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and, and, and so they put me uh, uh, on the kickoff return team, right? And back then they had two guys on the, you know, back in, you know, back receiving the kickoffs, not just one. They had two guys. And so I'm back there with the other guy. I can't remember who the other guy was. And I'm saying to myself, oh, Lord, please don't let that ball come to me. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And, you know, you do that, and, man, ball came right to me. I I ran up in there, and I got hit so hard. That was, oh, my <laughs> God. And and that was an eye-opener, and that was a welcome to the NFL. And then it's interesting. Then in the fourth quarter, you know, they put me in a few plays to run, and I did okay. Hmm. And, uh, and, 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 like, I went on to have a decent preseason, right? Okay, then the first regular season game, we're playing the Oakland Raiders, right? And the people are, you know, his first regular season game, I'm a rookie. Uh, and I had to start because two running backs were injured. Here I am, a rookie, and I have to start. First, first regular season game. And I'm saying to myself, okay, you had a, you know, decent preseason, you should you should be all right. Wrong. Oh, my gosh. The speed, the violence, the hitting, the attitude in that first regular season. It was like night and day, the preseason. Oh. Man, they, you know, I'm on the bottom of the pile. There's punching on, under the pile and saying, we're going to kill you, rookie. I'm saying, oh, my God. <laughs> you know. And- it was probably the assassin, Jack Tatum, wasn't it? What's that? It was probably the assassin Jack Tatum, wasn't it? Oh, 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 like Jack was in there, no doubt about it. <laughs> All those Raiders were hitting me doing, you know, like I think I had like 10 carries for 29 yards or something like that. And, and, uh, so that wasn't too good. And then, then the, I think I fumbled, so I still had to start, and, and that didn't go well. And now I'm in the doghouse, right? And uh, the next game, you know, they really didn't put me in. And, and, and I'm telling myself, Franco, don't lose confidence in yourself. And then, like, the fourth game, they really didn't play me. And, but, you know, like, I just didn't lose confidence in myself. I said, Franco, just, you know, keep working out. You know, keep keep sharp. Keep that, you know. Uh, and... Then it's funny, you know, like, well, not funny, but I made a commitment to myself, right? You know, you know, just to myself. I said, the next time they put me in, they'll never take me out. Hmm. That's what I said. Hmm. And so this is the fifth game of the season. And I can't remember who got hurt. Got hurt. Harris, get in there, right? First 100-yard game, first NFL touchdown. Mm. And uh, and for the rest of those nine games, went on to become rookie of the year, as you mentioned, Cam. You know, so, uh, you know, so you can, you know, you can change things if you put your mind to it. Yes, sir. You know, like if you don't lose faith in yourself and, and you know, you, uh, you know, keep working towards it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. all of us have challenging times at times, right? You know, sure. that test us of, of you know, like of who we are and, you know, what you're going to be. Uh, you're going to quit or you're going to step up. Yes, sir. And uh, luckily, I decided to step up 
And you stepped up in a big way. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and it worked out all right. You know, I'm saying, you know, a year here and there, you know, injuries play a factor and all that kind of stuff, you know. But you know, I look over, I said, wow, you know, what a what a career, you know. And, uh, and yeah, and I love running between those tackles. No matter what you say about me running out of bounds, yeah. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> not me. Uh, Franco, who's your who's your favorite current running back to watch in the current NFL? Oh wow! Uh, not you. Not you. <laughs> oh well, Dana giving you answers over there. I was gonna say I think not you gotta you. cheat. You get help over there. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> yes. well, 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 you know, <laughs> uh, no, like I want to say, uh, no, like I'm a big Najee fan. He runs tough, mm. you know, like I. Like I still think he needs some help with some things, uh, but uh, you know he's a he's a tough runner. Uh, he is. But, uh, he is. but but you know uh, you like the big backs. You like the Derrick Henry types. Yeah, like I was gonna say, Derrick Henry. I like. I have to admit, I do like what he brings. I mean. Not only power, but speed, and yeah. and and uh, and and you know he he yeah you know that's what I was thinking about more than any was uh, uh, you know Derrick Henry uh, mm-hmm. you know that's who I uh, really like to watch you know he make mm-hmm. he makes things happen you know what I mean is is he is he emulating you though oh. is, who, uh, Who's the one running back you think reminds you of yourself? Uh, no, I don't. You know, I don't. Uh, <laughs> and and what well, well, you know with myself being almost six three, I came in the league two twenty two. You know, usually stayed around two twenty five. Uh, people people thought I was like two forty two fifty. You know, big bruising type of back. Mm-hmm. But but no, I was. Slender and and I said almost six three, so and and you know I did not I did not have the legs of Earl Campbell, uh, you know didn't have the speed of OJ, uh, didn't have the move of Gale Sayers, but in a way, I had some of a little bit of all that. <laughs> that. Uh, Yes, sir. That uh, I always told myself I'm not going to be caught by behind. I mean, from behind, which I wasn't caught from behind. I mean, once I got out in front, boom, and mm. and making the moves and making cuts uh, in be, you know in between tackles. Absolutely. Now, now I have to admit, the guys never knew where I was going to run. <laughs> they had no clue where I was going to run. You know, our P10 right up the middle, mm-hmm. right up the middle, right over, right over center. Mm. You know how many times I go. broke that all around, all outside the tackle and outside the defensive end. <laughs> maybe about every, maybe about just about every time. <laughs> but, uh, but like the way I ran. I ran by keys, mm. and I watched the defense. Just you know, like I watched the defense 
And so I knew if a defender isn't going to ram, I know a linebacker is going to scrape, you know, you know, like, like I watch his first step and mm. then like this take, like I'm going up the middle. Well, if Curly Culp is in there, right. And, and, uh, and, and, and he's plugging that middle. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying to myself, I'm not going to just run up in there and get two, three yards. I'm going to bounce it, bounce it, bounce it. And, and I, and I can't tell you how many big runs I like mm-hmm. I made by getting my keys by, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, if I, you know, and I had, you know, I, I read a defensive end linebackers and it was real quick. Right. And it, like on my first step, I'm by that first defensive guy. I already know what he's going to do. I have, I, I have mm-hmm. my key. Now I know if I'm going in or out and, Mm. Then my next step, I'm on that second key, you know, you know, to see what that guy's doing. And, and, and so I did a, a lot of quick reading out there. Boom, 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 boom. You know, it's so fast. And, and, uh, and luckily I was able to get these fast keys and <laughs> trying to think in training camp, why everybody was saying, Franco, you're loafing. Everybody was saying, I'm loafing, right? And I'm trying to figure this out. I'm saying, I work hard. Why why are they saying I'm loafing? You know, and and like they said, you go to the line, you kind of stop, and then when we stop, then you run past us. We stop. <laughs> and, and I'm, you know, and I was trying to figure this out, and then, and then I figured out, I said, okay, like when I get the ball in practice, I'm getting my keys and, mm. and, and I'm figuring out my keys and, and, and I, and like, I'm not going real, like I'm not just running to a hole because this gap is where you're supposed to run because that's where the hole's going to be. Well, you, well, you know, the defense doesn't say that, right? You're going to have this hole there, right? Defense is not going to go for that. And, and, and I tell myself, I'm telling myself, Okay, if, if he does this, I'm doing this. And I'm getting all my keys, but I didn't know I was going that slow. But but then come game time, man, it's boom, 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 boom. You know, it, 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 like it just changes all of a sudden. All my keys are in uh, fast action and fast results and, and, you know, go this way, go that way, go this way, go that way. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, I have to admit, a lot of times that's how I made some big runs in the fourth quarter. You know, mm-hmm. you know, make things happen because every play is designed to make a touchdown, right? Everybody has that right. perfect block. Every, you know, they make that perfect block. I'm going to get a touchdown every play. Right. <laughs> But there's a thing called that defense over there, and uh, you guys are disruptors, and right. and 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 you know, and your thing is to get your keys and disrupt that. And mm-hmm. but you have your keys also, right? You know, you have right. your keys, and uh, and so I read all these keys, 
And, you know, that's, uh, and to me that made it fun. It made running fun. But now if it's third and one, third and two, no, you know, like, you know, hey, no, I mean, you get that. But if it's like, you know, second and six, second and five, you know, or, or like first and 10, hey, man, I'm going for the big one. <laughs> you know? I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. So two last questions. Uh, first question I'll go. Immaculate marinara pasta sauce. <laughs> In the Cam's Blitz mix, and what? are those the perfect? In the Cam's Blitz mix, are those the perfect items for your grocery list this this Christmas season? Absolutely. Did you see that picture? <laughs> yes, I did. I saw the picture you holding the the Blitz mix, but I got to give a shout out to the immaculate marinara pasta. Uh, pasta yeah, pasta. man, that was fun seeing you know seeing that Blitz mix. <laughs> that, was, that was that was you know that was fun. Uh, seeing that, you know, like I'm a foodie in a way, you know what I mean? You know, that business, mm-hmm. the, uh, the uh, food business and uh, so I have fun with all that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that was cool. I said, well, I got to get me one of those. Oh, we'll, we'll provide you plenty. Yeah. You, you you give me an address, I'll send them all your way. Uh, you can run through them. Oh, 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 no, I can buy them. I'm fine. <laughs> you know Ooh. okay and then last question um your episode of football life premieres this week have you already seen it no i haven't okay <laughs> he it, seems confused he didn't even know it's coming out i don't think it, <laughs> you know it's coming out this week oh okay like it is a football life okay i didn't i didn't yes. yeah. <laughs> 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 what do i know you know, is there anything we need to be ready for when we watch it? Uh, or any inside access you could give us? No, no, like not really. <laughs> you know, like you know, like I'm a plain, simple life. You know what I mean? It's all good. Simple life, Super Bowl ring, yeah, rookie of the year, and, uh, pro bowler. You name it. You were just just out there doing it. But but you know, real simple. Hey hey, listen, I'm. I'm glad in the seventies, you know, that, uh, you know, we didn't have all this social media, have all this stuff and all that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, no, but we, no, we had our fun also, you know, and, and, you know, oh my God, we had discos and all this and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, man, if you would see some of the clothes we used to wear, we thought we were a fly. <laughs> long collars bell bottom oh man we were you know no like it was a whole different era it really was it was you know you guys still had your commercials mean joe had his coca-cola commercial you guys were still doing it big oh back oh, then. oh my gosh so so we're at training camp right mm. i knew nothing about joe's commercial right <laughs> so like i'm at so so we're at training camp and I'm seeing and noticing that Joe's being nice to people. And I'm saying, you know, and I'm confused, right? I'm saying, what the heck is going on? Joe's talking to kids. Joe is saying hi to their parents. And I'm like, and 
you know, and, and like for a couple of weeks, I was, I was really baffled. <laughs> then I heard the Coke commercial. <laughs> and I said, okay, he did the Coke commercial and he was nice to that kid in that Coke commercial. So, wow. you know, and, and, uh, but, but as soon as that, as soon as that commercial was over, right back to mean Joe. oh my my gosh that was uh yeah that was man that was hard to figure out (laughs) oh did you guys give him a good hard time after that oh my gosh (laughs) we still (laughs) you know we still do but (laughs) nice for a minute there you know he he was nice for a minute (laughs) he's always been great you know i love joe uh, but Franco, I got to say, I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you for sharing so much with us. Um, this is a not other another episode of Not Just Football uh, with our very special guest, Franco Harris. So excited for this week. You're getting your jersey and, uh, honored at the game, and we got to make sure we take care of those Raiders this week. So uh, make sure you stay warm. Hey, uh, well, Cam, I just want to say that uh, it's great being on with you. I I mean, I respect and admire your football plays so much. You know, I love to watch you play, man. You know, you you bring me back to the 70s, I'm telling you. But but as I told you in practice, you still wouldn't be able to touch me, man. (laughs) No way. (laughs) 